Welcome, people! Episode number three of Dual Threat Radio with JNR. What's up, fellow followers, fellow listeners? Wherever you're listening to us, late night, early mornings. Uh, I want to apologize since right now, if my voice isn't too great today, I have a sore throat, uh, you know, my own doing. So I hope, you know, it isn't too bad during the show. Were, were you walking around the house with your socks off, bro? Is that how you got sick? No, I was drinking beers outside and it was cold. Orale. What kind of beer? Um, I'll stick to the Modelo. Modelo? All right. Okay, I got you. So, um, what'd you think of episode two? I thought we had a pretty good episode. Um, definitely a little better than episode one. And I, you know what? I'm pretty pumped for episode number three today. You know, it's definitely like, I, I feel like we're a little bit more uh, sure of what we were saying. You know, not, not so over the place. And, you know, as episodes go by, we're going to get better. You know, like I said, right now we've been greenlit for eight episodes, hoping to get greenlit for more by the by cbs right here <laughs> nah nah we're, we're gonna do the whole season bro like no matter what any feedback uh from people uh i'll start uh you know a, a lot of people out there showing us love telling me it's good that we're funny i don't think i'm that funny you're pretty funny and that we're just all out naturals uh any any like feedback in specific that you received um, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't received too much feedback. So one of the things, uh, really, all the most of the people that I associate with are not football fans. I randomly became a football fan when I was like a freshman in high school, <laughs> and so yeah, most of the most of our fans, you know, are kind of more Georgia's people. You know, I put the word out there, but people ain't 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 too much on my side. Football fans. Oh, that's all good. Uh, before we get started on week one recap, uh, what was your record for this week? I got eleven and five. Yeah, I won eleven and five too. You know, I'm trying to stay consistent with my eleven and five. Just win the division, get to the playoffs. Yeah, my overall record is twenty one and eleven. Not too bad. Uh, I think you're one game ahead of me. <clears throat> I'm at twenty two and ten for the season. Not bad, not bad. Let's co- let's continue. For, to- you know, I just wanted to say a little quick thing first. You know, uh, so for the viewers out there that don't know, I am a betting man. I like to place little <laughs> wagers every now and then. I did place, uh, if you know, folks don't know out there what a parlay is. It's you basically pick multiple games and you have to guess them all right. If one is wrong, then you don't win anything. Uh, so, you know, I did a five-team parlay. And lo and behold, the team that let me down and messed up my parlay was the Chargers. Uh, I am totally against the Chargers this season now. <laughs> they freaking suck. Have you seen those first two games? They suck. Yeah, the Chargers, I don't know, bro. They're not looking too good. But, hey, who knows? It's it's a long season. All right, let's get into it. Week one recap. So, the first game of the week was the Thursday night game between the Buccaneers and the Panthers. Unfortunately, the Panthers lost. With the score of 14 to 20. Did you catch this game at all? I saw a small glimpse on it. I was flipping through the channels. That was a bad game. I could just say right now. I don't know who's worse. The Panthers or the Dolphins? Yeah, no, that that's a good point. One of the players that stood out to me was former Bronco Shaquille Barrett. He had three sacks by himself throughout this game. So if you're a Bucks fan, that's something to be hyped about. And Panthers, you know, Cam has a foot injury, I think. He's going to miss next game. That might be a good thing. I think you might need to give the backup a chance because Cam, he's done. Yeah, he's not looking too good. Next game, we had the Cowboys at the Redskins. The Cowboys won with a score of 30-21, to 21, moving them up to 2-0. Did you catch this game at all? Uh, I just watched a small part of this game. Uh, you know, the Redskins were talking all this trash, and they couldn't back it up talking about Dak Prescott not being good. Mabo put up 26 for 30, 269 yards, and three touchdowns. I get it. He threw a pick. I actually saw that pick. It, it wasn't. It necessarily wasn't a straight interception. No, nah, and you know, these guys are human. I mean, it's going to happen. You can't avoid mistakes. 
The Beast came back. Zeke with the monster game. He had 23 carries for 111 yards. Pretty good game for all you fantasy owners out there by Zeke. Uh, the one uh, bad thing for the Cowboys is uh, Michael Gallup is going to be out. I think it's about three to four games. So we'll see how they miss, miss him on the receiving core. I think Amari Cooper hasn't, um, you know, I feel like he's had a slow start. So hopefully this game three really picks it up. Yeah, I, I think so. And plus, you know, teams are planning for him. So it, it makes good sense why he's not having those huge numbers moving on this game uh shocked me not shocked i don't want to say shocked it surprised me honestly the next game was the colts versus the titans the colts won with the score of 19 to 17 jacoby Brissett was 17 for 28 only 146 yards but he threw three touchdowns uh, what did you think of this game? You know what? Uh, the Colts, I'm going to say, uh, I thought the Colts were just done with that Andrew Luck. But you know what? They're playing good. Uh, that division, I feel, you know, just seeing how, how they've been playing, I feel like that division is wide open. The, you know, it was totally off the Colts, but I've been seeing these two games. I know they took a loss, uh, you know, last week, but it was really close. I saw some good things out of them. Uh, I think they could potentially win the division i think that division is just wide open and we'll see who takes it but the colts are playing good yeah the the colts defense uh tallied up four sacks against the titans i thought that was a really good showing by them on to the next game the seattle seahawks visited the pittsburgh steelers and came out with a w of a score of 28 to 26 moving the seahawks up to 2-0 and what did you think of this game uh you know what I wasn't so high on the Steelers to start off. You know, during this game, as we all know, Roethlisberger went down. He'll be out for the rest of the season. The Seahawks, I'm I'm a really big Russell Wilson fan. You know, he had a great game, 29 of 35, 300 yards, three touchdowns and zero picks. You know, he's playing great. The Seahawks, uh, you know, I think they're definitely playing good. I think they're definitely going to be a top team. Yeah, Russell Wilson had a monster game. I think the Seahawks are going to have a good season. One of the things that I did want to say about the Seahawks, um... Uh, they're really using their whole receiving core. I mean, multiple guys are catching, making plays. And that's really one of the great things you want to see from a team, that they're not so based off of what one receiver does in case they have a bad day. Uh, the ball's really getting thrown around and everybody's participating. Also, well, that's a great thing from the Seahawks side. Yeah, definitely. On to the next game. The Buffalo Bills visited the New York Giants. The Bills won with a score of 28-14. to 14. Josh Allen was 19 for 30, 253 yards and a touchdown. Former 49er, my boy Frank Gore, had 19 carries for 68 yards and a touchdown. And uh, Eli Manning threw two picks, bro. What did you think of this game? You know, the Bills are surprising. They're, you know, they're definitely being a dark horse. They're playing good. Their defense is good. Good. Josh Allen is playing good. I think uh, the only thing I want to see from him is maybe a, a little bit higher on the completions, but they're playing good. Uh, the, the Bills are definitely being a dark horse this season, and they're an interesting to watch. Uh, the Giants, you know, I want to say it's all Eli's fault. You know, a lot of people want to say that. It's not just Eli's fault. I think the team's just, the team's bad. You know, he's going to be benched after this week, but uh, the team, you know, it's just it's just bad. It's it's hard to win in New York right now. They don't really have anything, honestly. They, they don't. You have to invest in an offensive line, and <laughs> And they simply don't have that right now. Yeah, uh, I feel bad for Saquon, man. He he had another hundred yard game. I I, I I believe that guy wants to win some games, but I, I don't see that happening in New York. On to the next game. Your New England Patriots visited the Miami Dolphins and won with the score of forty three to zero. You wow. Know, I was actually very surprised by this. Uh, you know, I know it's the Dolphins. You know, Bill Belichick has a history of not running it up on his previous uh, coordinators. Uh, he ran it up. He did not let the foot off the pedal. They scored 20 points just in the fourth quarter alone. Wow. They really did not let off the gas. Dolphins just gave up. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, 20 or 28. 264, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Honestly, their running game, the one of the great things of Patriots running game, it's deep. It's about everybody runs the ball. You know, AB had his debut, had a touchdown in the debut. Uh, you know, the Patriots, if they can stay together, you know, AB, Josh Gordon, everything can stay running. The Patriots are a team to watch. They're they're looking pretty scary right now, to be honest with you, because <laughs> if they can't beat you with the air game, they're gonna beat you with the run game. So anyone playing New England. 
Good luck. The, uh, but that defense is let's, really yes, good right Yes, I'm now. glad you brought them up. Let's praise the defense really quick. Seven sacks on the day and four interceptions by this Patriots defense. Definitely making their uh, making a name for themselves. Looking to be in the top three defenses this year, which is pretty scary. Next game, we had the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Houston Texans. The Texans came out on top with a score of 13-12. to 12. Uh, What did you think of this game? You know what? This was this was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I thought the Texans were going to win this by at least a touchdown. The Texans, I was a bit high on them. Uh, they coming into the season. They need to learn how to protect Deshaun Watson. He's just getting sacked and sacked. I don't. Uh, the way it's going, I don't know if he'll make it the whole season uh, injury free. He didn't throw a touchdown. It, it's hard. He's not getting protect, protected at all. Uh, you know the Jaguars, of course. Nick Foles, we didn't get, we didn't get to see what. <clears throat> He was going to be in the most interesting man on, on earth, you know, Minshaw. Uh, 23, uh, 33, <laughs> 213 yards, one touchdown. Did you see how you see that picture of him getting off the plane? I did, yes. <laughs> My <laughs> dude. Looking like a threw, rock star. <laughs> looked like a 70s porn star. <laughs> he, butted, he had a tucked in shirt with just one button tucked at the bottom. Man, I feel like, I don't know. I, I, that's pretty cool, though, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to go for a unique look. And honestly, man, if, if they stick with this guy as their starter this season, I could see him winning a few games. I mean, like you said, this game was much closer than I expected. And I more than agree with you. Deshaun Watson did not look good out there. And and I know it's not his fault, but Dev Texans should have won this game by more. Yeah, you know, like I said, I had the Jaguars at the start, picked them as a wild card. I don't know about now. It's just, it's not looking good. Definitely not. Next game, we had the Vikings visiting the Packers. The Packers came up with a victory of a score of 21 to 16. All I can say is Kirk Cousins is awful, terrible. Why did Minnesota pay this man? He is just oh he sucks dude you know yeah i don't i don't know in what year though if i remember correctly i think three of his years were guaranteed so this is the second year of that contract so vikings fans you know we have any vikings fans listening i'm sorry to say you're not gonna be that great this year or next year and it's sad because kirk cousins has every piece he needs to lead this team to victories and when you're depending on him in the big games He's not going to win them for you. It's like, come on, man. 14 of 32? I I think if you would have put me in that game, I am, I would have at least gone for about 17 of 32. Two interceptions. I feel like the only the only star right now on the Vikings is Dalvin Cook. He had he had a game of uh, 20 carries, 153 yards. Looked amazing on the field. Uh, do you have any stats for the Packers, or would you like me to take care of you know, that? You know, the Packers, I, I, was, I was high on the Packers, but they also need to pick up their offense. You know, their defense is playing really good, but their offense isn't meshing the way that I thought it was. You know, Rodgers was 22 of 34, 209 yards, two touchdowns. But if you really see their offense, it's not clicking the way it's supposed to. I don't know if it's because of the new system, of course. You know, they're, they're getting used to it. But the Packers definitely need to pick up their offense. I agree. Next game. And th- this was a disappointing game for the both of us. We both picked the Chargers to win. So the Chargers <laughs> visited the Detroit Lions and lost the game. The score was 13 to 10. Matthew Stafford was 22 for 30, 245 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Uh, I-, I don't know how the Chargers lost this game. Uh, you know, here we come back to the team that messed it up for me, the Chargers. You know, like I said, I don't know. This this game was just bad. Phillip Rivers, 21-36, 293 yards with no touchdowns and one interception. That's horrible. Uh, the Chargers, honestly, are are looking bad. They are not looking good at all. Uh, I don't know what it is, you know, what's going on with this team, but they're just not looking good. You know, maybe they're missing Melvin Gordon more than they thought they would. But all I can say about the Chargers is I don't, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know if they're going to pick up. But I've lost faith in the Chargers. I will no longer be betting on them. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. They're just super inconsistent. Once again, (laughs) Phillip Rivers can't win you the game, but he's not to blame. Um, Next game, I'm super excited to highlight. My 49ers visited the Bengals this past Sunday and ended up winning the game with a score of 41-17. to The Niners' uh, record improved to 2-0. This is the first time since 2012 that the 49ers' offense put up 500-plus yards 
What did you think of this game? Uh, you know what? The 49ers are doing really good. You know, I had the 49ers as, as coming as a wild card, and they're playing really good. Uh, Jimmy G, you know, he did show uh, did show a better game this game than last. He looked a little bit more comfortable. Uh, you know, it was against the Bengals. The Bengals are playing pretty bad. Uh, but I really like how they played. It shows promise. Uh, I think the 49ers are definitely going to be an interesting team to watch this season. Yeah, Jimmy G threw for almost 300, uh, three touchdowns on the day. My boy Matt Breida, 120 yards rushing. And that 49ers defense with four sacks on the day. So I was pretty happy Sunday. And the Bengals definitely need a look for a quarterback. I want to agree with you, but you know, dude, like it's a team sport. Like Andy Dalton, he he did have some bad throws in the game. But, you know, they they don't have A.J. Green right the now. The point of a quarterback on an NFL team is, <laughs> does that quarterback make the players around him better? Does Andy Dalton make those players better? No. Okay. With that, I agree with you. <laughs> Next game, we had the Cardinals at Baltimore. <laughs> the Cardinals came up short, and Baltimore won the game 23-17. to Lamar Jackson was 24 of 37 for 272 <clears throat> yards. Two touchdowns. And guess what, partner? You guessed it right. Lamar Jackson It went 16 carries for 120 yards on the day. Not only that, but his tight end, Mark Andrews, eight catches, 112 yards, and one touchdown. What did you think of this game? You know, it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. But I don't know. I think I, fe- I also felt with this game that the Ravens were kind of trying out different plays. You know, they were just trying to practice. I feel like the Ravens took this game. A lot of a practice game to try out new things to be prepared when they were going to use them, you know, against other teams. All I got to say the Cardinals is Kyler Murray definitely has to get a little bit more accurate. And then you're going to have 300. I think the first game he threw over 300 yards also. This game he threw over 300 yards. But I think it's only resulted in about one one touchdown. Uh, he didn't have any touchdowns, actually. <clears throat> he didn't have any touchdowns last week? No. Oh, I'm sorry. This week he did it. Yeah. So no, what I'm saying is, is you have two games with 300 plus yards. And you don't have a touchdown this week. And I think last week you had one touchdown. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but the Cardinals definitely have to fix that. Definitely. Next game, we had the Chiefs visit the Oakland Raiders. Kansas City ended up winning the game 28-10. to Patrick Mahomes was 30 for 44, 443 yards and four touchdowns. Not to mention that Chiefs defense, three sacks on the day. What did you think of this game? You know, Patrick Mahomes is basically picking up right where he left off. He's just lighting it up. I saw the start of this game, and, you know, I saw the Raiders, and I first saw the first quarter, and I was like, dang, Raiders going to upset the Chiefs. Yeah, it was looking good. Uh, Unfortunately, though, I think Carr threw two picks as well, I think. He did throw two picks, and then, you know, uh, Mahomes just put up 28 points. You know, the Chiefs put up 28 points in the second quarter. Uh, Second half of this game, no score, though. I don't know what happened there. Uh, I didn't see the second half. But, yeah, uh, you know, I had a little bit of faith with the Raiders at first, but the Chiefs came back in the second quarter. Definitely a good division, uh, divisional game to watch at first. Next up, the Saints tried to get the revenge on the Rams. The Saints visited the L.A. Rams. Unfortunately, the Rams won with the score of 27-9. to Jared Goff was 19 of 28, 283 yards, plus a touchdown. What did you think of this game, partner? Uh, you know, any Saints fans out there, I don't know. I know a lot of Saints fans are just out mad. They're saying, you know, another missed call, and we didn't win the game because of that. <laughs> but in all honesty, you know, I, I felt it last year, and I felt it this year. The Rams are just a better team. Uh, I think they're a better team than the Saints. Saints fans need to stop saying we lost the Super Bowl because of that call. First off, with that call, okay, maybe you would have made it into the... You We're not even guaranteed you would have won the game they would, with that call. They would have lost That's the still not guaranteed they would have gone the, won that game. And then you still have to play the Super Bowl where I do not see them beating the Patriots at all. Nope. As much as they want to say, oh, we would have done it. I don't see them doing that. You know, Rams beat the Saints. Unfortunately for Saints, Drew Brees goes down with a thumb injury. Uh, see how that goes. Yeah, he's expected to miss a couple, a uh, few weeks, I believe. All right, next game. The Chicago Bears with the last-minute field goal ended up winning the game 16-14 to at Denver. I don't know how the Bears pulled it off, but it's it's good to see that they finally have a kicker. What would you think of this game? Uh, you know, same thing I've been saying. Mr. Trubisky is trash. Uh, he's not a good player. You know, the Bears, I, th- I think the Bears are a good team if they had a quarterback. You put 
you put Deshaun Watson on the Bears, that's a really good team. I just unfortunately think that this Bears team has limitations with Trubisky that they're not going to be able to overcome. The Broncos, Joe Flacco. They're in trouble. Uh, I don't know what the Broncos were thinking. He didn't necessarily have a horrible game, but I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's a quarterback you can exactly depend on to win you games. They're off to an 0-2 start. Yeah, I don't think it'll be too long before they bench Flacco for the rookie quarterback. I see that happening. Uh, but definitely, man, uh, poor, poor Broncos fans. Next up was the Sunday night game. I was really disappointed with this game. I caught a glimpse of it, and unfortunately, the injury bug hit the Philadelphia Eagles. But also, wide receiver Nelson Aguilar dropped a huge game-winning touchdown. Let's get to the score, though. The Eagles visited the Falcons, and the Falcons won the game 24-20. to Matt Ryan was 27-43, 320 yards, three touchdowns, plus three interceptions. My boy Julio Jones had five catches for 106 yards, plus two of those touchdowns. And the Falcons' defense with three sacks. Uh, what did you think of this game? You know, uh, yeah, I thought I thought the Eagles were going to win this game. But the Falcons are notoriously good at home. That is one thing they have. Matt Ryan at home, you know, plays good. But, yeah, like you said, he threw three picks. Uh, you know, you definitely got to capitalize on turnovers. But I mean, Carson Wentz also threw two picks. He didn't have a great game. I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not as much about the hype of as Carson Wentz as everybody else is. Everybody so, this guy had a near MVP season two years ago. Yeah, Cam Newton was an MVP what four years ago, and he's trashed now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, I was surprised. But you know, at the same time, Falcons are really good at home. I think it was a solid win for them. And lastly, the Monday night game that we. <coughs> Didn't necessarily watch together, but we, we, we caught this game a little bit. The Cleveland Browns visited the New York Jets. The Browns came up with a victory of 23-3. to uh, Baker Mayfield was 19 for 35 of 325 yards, one touchdown. OBJ, Odell Beckham, had a huge monster game, as I expected. He had six catches for 161 yards, plus that huge 89-yard touchdown. And the Browns' defense came up with four sacks uh, on the night. What did you think of this game? You know, obviously, if you guys heard episode one, I have I chose the Browns to win the division. I think maybe I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm a Baker Mayfield fan. I am a Baker Mayfield fan. But I saw this game, and I know they won twenty three to three, and people are going to say, "Well, I, you know, they wanted a win to win," but the gameplay wasn't that great. I mean, the Jets, you know. They have, I think, like six starters out right now. You know, Sam Darnold, their second-string quarterback went back, went out right away. Their third-string quarterback looked horrible. Le'Veon Bell was taking a few snaps. It, it's, it was a mess for the Jets. And the fact that the Browns, I know they put up those points, but they didn't look solid to me. So, you know, I'm going to stay believing in them for now, but the Browns got to show me more. Did you catch that play where uh, Trevor Simeon <coughs> got pushed down and his ankle just rolled back did, did you catch that play i actually did catch that play you know i saw uh, right away you could tell you know uh this guy's not gonna play the game you know when you get strengths even though they're not bad uh right right away the first day you know you're gonna feel a little uncomfortable you know quarterbacks you know you gotta place your feet to throw you can't do that you don't have the right release i i i could tell they were taking him out right away man i thought my <laughs> ankle got hurt george's ankle ain't get hurt <laughs> Uh, was, this boy was milking it. Okay, I was milking it. Um, la- last thing about this game, did you catch Le'Veon Bell crying on the sidelines? Man, Le'Veon Bell wants to win. <clears throat> you know, a lot of people were thinking, honestly, the one good thing I saw out of the Jets was Le'Veon Bell. You know, I, I know his stats don't say it, but this guy was their only offense. If you really saw the runs that he did, those yards were hard fought. This guy was getting the ball with no, you know, the O-line was crumbling. This guy was really just, he was putting the team on his back. You know, he did as much as he could. Uh, that's one of the takeaways I take away from the Jets. You made the right choice in taking Le'Veon Bell. He's definitely a player. You know, I kind of saw glimpses of a, of a young AP, you know, Adrian Peterson, putting that team on his back and just giving it 110%. Unfortunately, I don't think the Jets have the pieces to... Uh, I, the Jets just don't deserve Le'Veon Bell right now. They don't have it together. Maybe down the season they'll pick it up, but I, you got to feel for someone like Le'Veon Bell. You know, 
it's not even necessarily that. The Jets, you know, I know they're not a great team, but they're all right. They're not a horrible team. It's just they literally, like I said, they have six starters right now out. Of course, Sam Darnold's a big miss. Uh, they have their rookie that they took. Uh, what's his name? Quinnen Williams? Nah, yes. You know, great player. He's uh, he's out right now, too. Like, you know, they Is have... Is that the a, guy with the braces? Yeah, man. That guy's funny as fuck. Have you seen him? <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> uh, and, you know, of course, when you're missing all those players, you're not going to be able to play great. Uh, so, you know, hopefully the Jets get those players back. Uh, Sam Darnold got to stop messing around with these girls out here catching mono. <laughs> All right, my favorite part of the show, man, our weekly picks. Let's get into it. First game of week three, Thursday night football. We have the Tennessee Titans visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. And you know what, partner? I I picked the Titans last week, and I think I'm going to pick them again. I think they're going to win this game. It's going to be a close one, 20-17. Who do you got? You know, I'm going to pick the Jags just because this is a toss-up game to me. I, you know, I just... I don't, I don't, I don't really know which way to go, uh, but the Jags have been keeping these games close, uh, so I'm gonna give it to the Jags. I definitely, you know, hopefully Jalen Ramsey is still there for this game, uh, but I'm, I'm gonna give it to the Jags this week. Okay, okay. Next up, we got the Lions at Philadelphia. You know what, man? I, I think, I think the Lions are a little bit of a sleeper team. Uh, not, not saying they'll make playoffs. But I think teams are sleeping on them. I think this will be a close one. I think the Eagles will pull it off despite all the injuries. Uh, I got the Eagles winning twenty-eight to twenty. Who do you have? Yeah, you know, I think I think the Eagles are gonna take this one. Like you said, you know, the the Lions, you know, everybody kind of sleeps on them. It's a bad team. I don't think they're a playoff team, but they're a team that you can't just discount and say, "Oh, that's an easy win." We don't even really have to try. Uh, I do think the Eagles are gonna pull this game though. Definitely. All right. Next up, we have, oh, man, this is going to be a blowout, I think. We got the New York Jets at New England. I have the Patriots winning this game 30-3. to what do, you, what do you have? You know what? I I think I think you're spot on, and I think 30 might be low. Uh, I definitely see the three from the Jets because uh, just what I saw, you know, without all those players, what they can do. The the Patriots defense is nasty. They're they're honestly for me, uh, you know, top three defense this year. The Patriots, I I think they're gonna run it up. I think the Patriots this season are gonna have a great offensive season. Uh, I think they're probably gonna look at about uh, you know, let let's say the Jets get two field goals. I'll, I'll put it out about a thirty-eight to six. Thirty-eight to six. Okay, not not a bad prediction. This one was a toss-up for me. I wanted to pick the Raiders, but uh, let's get into it. We got the Raiders at the Vikings. I have the uh, I have we have the Raiders at the Vikings. I have the Vikings winning this game twenty-three to seven, and that's <coughs> only because they're at home. I think if Kirk Cousins can just be the game manager that he is born to be and not force any throws, the Vikings will win this game. Who do you have? You know, yeah, uh, I kind of was on the same thing. I kind of wanted to pick the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to go with the Vikings, even though, you know, Kirk Cousins is trash. I think that defense is solid. I think they'll be able to stop the Raiders. Uh, I think this one's really going to come down to the fourth quarter. It's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be decided by about a field goal, but I do have the Vikings taking it. All right, all right. Next <laughs> up. Oh, man, I kind of want to watch this game. Let me know if you want to come over on Sunday morning and we'll watch this. We got the Ravens at the Chiefs. This is probably going to be the game of the week for me. Uh, unfortunately, though, as much as as well as the Ravens are playing right now, I got the Chiefs winning this game with a score of thirty-one to twenty-eight. And I, I think Patrick Mahomes might throw for another four hundred yards. Um, I think that Ravens defense didn't play as well last week, and they let Kyle Murray throw for almost 400. So imagine what Patrick Mahomes can do. Who do you have winning this game? You know what? Uh, this is where I'm going to do a little upset out there for the fans. I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm actually really high on the Ravens, probably a lot higher than other people are. And I think they're going to upset the Chiefs. I know what I know what here George is saying that, 
you know, they let Kyler Murray throw for 300 yards. I, like I said before, I think the Ravens took that game to try to figure out other stuff they wanted to do with the offense. You know, they ran Lamar a lot more than him throwing. I think they wanted to, you know, kind of test the waters with how they do the running plays and sure. You know, I think they're doing it as practice so he learns how to run and not take hits, you know, run out of bounds, slide. I think they can upset him. Uh, I really think the Baltimore defense is really good. Um, you know, I think the Chiefs struggled. I know the Chiefs put up so much points and all this, but let's let's be honest about this. It was all in the second quarter. Nothing. They got shut down for three quarters. They put up all their offense in one quarter. Uh, I think the Baltimore. I think Baltimore is gonna get, be able to contain them, and I think against the Chiefs, we're really gonna see a lot of tricks from the Ravens. I think we're gonna see Lamar run. We're gonna see him throw. I think they're gonna bring out all the tricks. I think it's gonna be a close one, but I think the Ravens are gonna take it. I think whoever you got, though, it's <coughs> going to be one hell of a game to watch. The The future of the NFL head-to-head this Sunday in Arrowhead. Next game, we got the Atlanta Falcons at the Colts. And you know what? I'm going to go with the Falcons on this one, but it's going to be a close 27-24. to 24. Who do you have? You know what? Uh, this is a game where I'm going to pick the Colts. You know, I've been off the Colts. I'm going to pick them this week because they've shown me really good stuff. Um I, I always feel with the Falcons, they're not great away. They're inconsistent. Uh, Matt Ryan isn't great, uh, you know, going going away from Atlanta. Uh, I have the Colts. You know, I'm I'm going to believe a little bit of what they've been showing me through the first two games. I think it'll be a close one, but I think the Colts are going to get it done. I, 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 I can see that happening. <clears throat> Next game, we got the Broncos at the Packers. Unfortunately, I don't see the Broncos winning this one. I've got the Packers winning this 28 to 13. Yeah, I know definitely. Um, you know, I got the Packers winning this one. The Bron- the Broncos just, you know, don't have a great offense, especially with Joe Flacco. Uh Packers have a really good defense. Uh like I said, the Packers really need to get their offense going and hopefully they get it going this game. But yeah, I I definitely don't see much hope for the Broncos. I think the Packers are easy, easily going to win this one. Next game in Jerry World. We have the Miami Dolphins visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, poor Miami. I have the Cowboys winning this game 35-10. to 10. Uh, I honestly have... I think the Cowboys are probably going to... Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be more like 35-6. to 6. Um, Maybe 35-3. to 3. You know, the Dolphins just trading everybody away. The Dolphins, you know, they're tanking. Let's be honest. They're tanking. It's a dumpster. They're fire. trading everybody away. Let, let's be honest. A lot of people hate tanking. And even if they didn't try to tank, I think maybe they'd win, they would have ended up winning two to three games in the season. You know, this way they're trying to guarantee themselves the number one pick. They're trying to, they're, you know, they're trying to get draft capital. Let's see how that rebuilding goes in the Dolphins. But, yeah, I think the Cowboys are just going to run it up. I think Dak's going to continue his... MVP-ish season. And the Cowboys just going to take him. Yeah, I see Dak throwing at least <laughs> three to four touchdowns again. I think Zeke is going to have a monster game. Feel bad for those Dolphins. Next up, we got the Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills. You know what? I'm taking the Bengals in this one. I think it'll be a close game. It's going to be 24-17. to 17. I think the Bengals, you know, what's so nice about the NFL, man, and what's so pretty good and i guess what's so unpredicted is any given sunday any team can win and i think the Bengals are going to bounce back from that embarrassing <coughs> loss to the niners i got the Bengals winning this game you know what i like that this week we're choosing a lot of different teams to win we're actually differing a lot more than the past two weeks i actually got the bills winning this one you know uh who would have thought bills starting three and oh uh you know they've shown me some good stuff the Bengals, I I think they're you know they're bad this season. Uh, I think the Bengals really need to start considering uh, looking for a new quarterback. But I have the Bills winning this one. I think they're gonna start a three and zero season. All righty. Next up, we got rookie led New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you know what? <laughs> I think the Giants are starting Daniel Jones too soon. I see Eli going back into the starting position probably by the second half. I have the Giants winning this game. Uh, it's a close one, 17-14. to 14. 
they're not they're not putting uh, Eli back in the second half. They're gonna give Daniel Jones his first shot. Look, uh, Eli Manning is royalty in New York for the Giants. They their decision wasn't taken lightly. It's not something where they made the decision and just said, "Oh, if things go bad, we're gonna put Eli back." Uh, I think they put Daniel Jones as a starter, and I think they're gonna ride with him. I think they know they don't have a great team, but they want to develop him. Maybe they're thinking next season they'll have a better team and they want him fully developed after a season. I think they're going to give the team to Daniel Jones. Uh, and actually, I have the the Giants winning this game. I'm going to put them to win this game. Uh, I think they're going to do it on the back of Saquon Barkley, though. Uh, Buccaneers, you know, James Winston is horrible. Uh, I think Saquon Barkley is really going to shine this game, and I'm going to take the Giants. You know what? I want to agree with you, but I, I do think Daniel Jones is being thrown into the fire way too soon. Like you said last week, the Giants are not that bad of a football team. And you know what? Eli Manning, he's been there 16 seasons, and we've seen this pattern before. He gets his starting position back. I don't know how. This man must have naked pictures of God or something. Uh, let me actually just say something to this. This only happened once before last season. This isn't something that's regular. Uh, Eli Manning had one of the longest streaks as a starting quarterback. It totally got ruined last season when, you know, the coach decided to do something dumb and take him out. And look at what happened to that coach. He got, t- he got fired. No, you're right. Thanks for correcting me. <clears throat> I guess what I meant to say is uh, time after time, people question Eli's ability as a quarterback. <clears throat> but- See, but I think with this, the 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 thing is always people say, oh, he's bad. They need to move on. But, you know, obviously... The actual, you know, GM coaches of the Giants never did. But this is a fully thought out decision. This isn't something that they just did out of nowhere. I think this is a fully thought out decision. And they want to see what Daniel Jones is made of. Let's be honest. A lot of these rookie quarterbacks coming into the league now, they're starting their first year. A lot of them aren't sitting. And, you know, they're they're developing by playing the game. So I think that's they're taking that approach. I think they're just going to develop Daniel Jones by playing the game. Fair enough. Next up, we got the Panthers at the Cardinals. I believe Cam Newton might miss this week, but with or without Cam Newton, I think the Cardinals, as bad as they are, I think they're going to get their first win this season. You know, we'll see what what gawky outfit um, Cam Newton shows up this weekend. (laughs) I think this is actually good for the Panthers. You know, I think maybe the rookie will probably pay better than Cam did, and maybe they'll decide, hey, we need to go with the rookie. Uh... You know what? Their backup, I don't think... No, never mind. Their backup isn't a rookie. But I think they're going to see that Cam Newton is trash, honestly. Everybody's still living off that MVP season. That MVP season, by all standards, wasn't even that great. Uh, You know, I think it was just a lot of hype around him. But Cam Newton is trash. He's he's honestly down there with the, the bottom. I think Eli is better than Cam Newton. Wow, that's saying something. Um, You know, on this game... I have the Cardinals taking their first their first win. I think the Pack uh, the Panthers just don't have it figured out. They don't know what they're doing. I think Ron Rivera might possibly get fired after this year. I agree, but he's I think definitely he's, in the hot seat. I think he's gonna find a, you know he's gonna land on another team. Maybe a refresher will be good with him. I think Panther uh, Panthers after this season are gonna have a total upheaval. So yeah, I have the Cardinals winning their first game. Alrighty, next up. We got my 49ers with their home opener against the Steelers. That Steelers defense is terrible. It's awful. They they, they can't stop a nosebleed. I got my 49ers winning this game with a score of 27-14. to 14. Yeah, you know, also got the 49ers. The Steelers, as we all know, Ben Roethlisberger out for the season. Uh, they're looking bad. You know, all this talk about they were going to come back and they were going to do this. Uh, Juju's not looking right now so great as a number one receiver. Uh, their running game isn't good. Their defense, it looks solid preseason. They're sucking during the regular season. Yeah, I think the 49ers are going to take it to the Steelers. Yeah, and let me just touch real quick on um, on the backup <laughs> for the Steelers, uh, Mason Rudolph, who had a decent game against Seattle. He kept them in there. Unfortunately, they didn't win. I definitely do see the kid putting up some yardage on the Niners, but at the end of the day, Niners will win this game. No, don't get me wrong. I think their backup is pretty good. I think, you know, it's definitely going to be good. They're going to develop him. They're going to see what he's made of, if he's a potential, you know, future quarterback for their team. Uh, 
but I do think that Mike Tomlin might have, you know, as a Steelers coach, his first losing season. I agree with you. Next up, we got the Teddy Bridgewater-led New Orleans Saints at the Seattle Seahawks. I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, Rigo, this one's gonna be ugly. I think the Seahawks will win this game, thirty-one to fourteen. Yeah, I think the Seahawks are gonna take this game. You know, I think Seahawks is one of those teams that people sleep on, even though they're a great team. I feel every year, you know, the Seahawks somehow, you know, clinch their way into the playoffs. Uh, and I feel like people never really give the Seahawks the respect they deserve, especially Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, I think they're going to beat the Saints. You know, the Saints defense is still pretty good. So I don't think they're going to be able to run it up on them. But yeah, I definitely got the Seahawks winning this game. Next up, we got the Texans versus the Chargers. This was a toss up for me. <clears throat> Due to both teams' uh, recent performances, but I think I got the Chargers at home with the score of it's going to be a close one, twenty-four to twenty-one. Man, I'm done with the Chargers. <laughs> the Chargers looking like trash. You know, I'm gonna be I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I was always one of those persons, and George, George heard me because I was telling him last season when he was all hyped up about the Chargers. Uh, Philip Rivers, you know, as good as the stats he's put up, and as great as a quarterback, you know, that everybody thinks he is. To me, he, he doesn't get it done. He falls, you know, when the team really needs to put it on him to win the game, I think he just crumbles under pressure and, and loses. I think right now the Chargers are in a spot where they're not being able to get it going. They're, you know, they're struggling to get it going where they really need to put it on, on him to win the game for them. And I don't think Phillip Rivers is capable of that. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Phillip Rivers, he's a great quarterback, Hall of Famer. This. To me, you know, he's a good quarterback, but when... If the game's really put on his shoulders, he can't get it done. He cracks under pressure. Uh, I actually have the Texans winning this game. Texans, okay. Reasonable. <laughs> All right. This this game, Sunday Night Football. Man, I, I know this is going to hurt you, partner, this pick. <laughs> we got the Rams at the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I, I was digging the hype of the Browns, but watching them recently, they have not impressed me at all. I think they're in for a rude awakening. I think the Rams are going to take this with a score of 28 to 14. So, you know, a little backstory to this. Yeah, I'm a Patriots fan. You know, the I just got interested in the Brown story. So, you know, those two seasons, just horrible losing seasons. One game, one and two seasons. That, that, was, that was just horrible. And last season, I just, you know, I literally started watching some Browns games. Just to see if I'd be able to see their first win. And, you know, I actually saw it. Baker Mayfield came in, you know, after uh, Tyron Taylor left the game. Baker came in. They got their first W. Uh, you know, I I just like the charisma of the guy. I think he's a great quarterback. That O-line just is really not doing for me. I hope they get it together this game. You know, but I'm going to stay, stay sipping on that hack juice. I'm I'm gonna stay sipping on it for this for this week more. I'm I'm gonna stay, you know. I'm I'm gonna take the Browns, and you know it's a big upset. I'm gonna take the Browns. I hope they get it together. I really just want to see them succeed because, you know, after those two horrible seasons, even last season still wasn't that great. You know, I know they won some games, but I I just want to see them succeed. I uh, I like the players that they have. You know, I'm an OBJ fan. I'm a I'm a mate. A Baker Mayfield fan. I hope they do good. I'm going to pick them in this game. All righty. And lastly, we have the Monday Nighter. <clears throat> we got the Chicago Bears visiting the Washington Redskins. I do not trust Mitch Trubisky at all. But them boys, them boys in uh, Illinois, Chicago, they can play defense. But I have the Redskins winning this game with a score of 20 to 17. You know what? I actually have the Bears winning this game and really just based off of defense. Because let's be honest, you know, we all know Mitch Trubisky is trash. But they managed to win 12 games last season. And he was trash then, and he's still trash. So you still have the same, tra- same trash. Same shit, different toilet. No. But the <laughs> no. But the Bears have a solid defense. The Bears have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Nobody can deny that. Uh, Redskins aren't a great team. So I think really when it's, it's going to come down to... The Bears being a great defense, and, you know, I think this will be a really low-scoring game, but I think the Bears are going to come out on top. I want to agree with you, but, you know, you got Vernon Davis. You got you got Adrian Peterson. Case Keenum can put up numbers. 
I I think it'll be a I I think the Bears will sleep on the Redskins, but that that's it for week three picks. Coming up, we got our uh, last segment of the show. Our uh, what do you, what should we call this segment? Our topic segment, or what should we call it? Uh, we'll just call it our fan questions to end the night. All right, I like that. We pose these questions ourselves for now until fans, you know, want until to start you guys start uh... directing some questions towards us. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll keep making these up, but these will be the fan questions right now. All right. First question, partner, I got for you. Do you see more teams getting rid of star players due to their disgruntlement and or bad behavior? You know what? I don't necessarily see it going that way where it's going to be a trend. You know, and all the people I think recently are thinking, oh, it's going to become a trend. I don't necessarily think it's going to be like that. You know, AB is a peculiar case. AB is something, it's totally different. I think, you know, we're thinking about it just because recently... What happened with the Dolphins, with uh, Minka. But I think, you know, in that case, it's not necessarily... That player didn't necessarily leave because he's like, oh, screw the Dolphins. But players realize the Dolphins are tanking. A good player eventually is going to be like, you know, why are you guys tanking? It's a, You know, a lot of players stick with a team when they're losing. But when they see that a team is just straight out tanking, I understand that they're like, well, then trade me. You're tanking, you're trying to get draft picks. Well, then trade me. Uh, you know, the Jalen Ramsey, i seen the sidelines with the coach. Um... My boy wanted to knock his coach out. He, they they just don't get along. And I don't think the coach is handling it right either. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are going to say, well, he's acting out. Let's be honest. In the NFL, one one of the pro- top jobs of the coaches is honestly a bona fide babysitter. You got to get these guys and all their moods. There's a bunch of guys in the NFL that, you know, are divas. But you got to get them to a Sunday. Oh, That's Dale. part of that's Yeah. And A-B. literally, you got to get them to a Sunday. That's part of the coach's job. I think the Jaguars, you know, he's howling bad. I get it. It's a worker. You're, you know, you go into every day and you're practically fist fighting with your boss. I get it that he wants out. You know, one of the great things I think about his character, though, is he still said, I'm still going to show up on a play. And, you know, if if I'm playing here, I'm giving it 100%. You know, I want to get traded. But I respect him for still playing hard right now. He's not doing an AB where he's just like, you know, get me out of here. I'm not doing anything. This guy, you know, is doing it the right way. He's saying, I don't get along with this guy. We're not going to get along. You know, it's in the best interest of everybody to trade me. But while I'm here, I'm going to give you guys 100%. I think what really stood out to me uh, when he touched on that, you know, is he also said he wants to be a good teammate for, for his for his players, you know. And then I, I respect that. I, I'm glad he said that. You know, Ramsey's a young player. But let's talk Let's talk real quick about his market, Uh the Jags, I believe, are asking for two first-round picks. Uh, that is what recent reports say, two first-round picks. But let's be honest, negotiating. It, it's when you put something up for, you know, you put something up for sale. You know, you saw you put a, something for sale on Facebook for 50 bucks. Nobody's going to give you 50 bucks. You're not expecting to get those 50 bucks. You put it up there so that you guys can negotiate to a middle price that you're actually happy with. I think more, than, more likely he's going to end up going for a first and third round pick. I think that's what he is going to realistically go for. And there's quite a bit of teams very interested. Uh, one of the teams that's really I've heard about there is the Cowboys. One thing I do have to say, if you guys do not know the NFL, you know, it has a cap on salary that they're allowed to play these players. I don't know where Jerry Jones getting this money. But Jerry Jones paying everybody. Hell, I think I'm going to DM on my Instagram, see if I can get signed to the team, get a contract. Because Jerry Jones just throwing out money. Jerry Jones, shady, man. I, I wouldn't put anything past him. Uh, But, you know, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. Wherever he goes, uh, this guy's definitely going to make a difference. Yeah, and in conclusion to this topic, you also got a defensive lineman, Taco Charleston, I believe, from Dallas, <laughs> tweeted, free me. <laughs> uh, that, that guy's just dumb. Because, you know, he's saying free me all this because the Cowboys really aren't, you know. Giving them play time. Yeah. And it's like, that's just a guy who's just like, you know, needs to understand he's not a star. That's just a player who probably getting hyped up by his friends like, oh, man, you're bad at this. You're all good. Uh, he ain't that great. He needs to realize, you know, the grass ain't always green on the other side. You might go to another team and also be a bench warmer. Yeah, and then lastly, uh, probably the best defensive player on the Jets last night was benched, Jamal Adams. Uh, he was benched, and uh, it's funny, you know, how social media, they make a big deal out of it. But I guess I guess he unfollowed the Jets and took out any, like, mention of the Jets in his bio. So 
in conclusion to this topic, it'll be interesting it, with all these players speaking up now more if they will actually get what they want and you know go go to different landing spots. I don't I don't think they're gonna get what they want. I think you know player you know players at NFL you don't you don't always you're not gonna dictate where where you want to go exactly. You know I don't think it's gonna become a trend that players just say I want to leave and they automatically you you know teams aren't just gonna let you leave for free. Uh, and then one of the things players can't do is, you know, you can't start making so much chaos. And then like one of the things that players do is they start setting out and they don't report. And it's like Melvin Gordon, don't lose money trying to get money. If you do the math, it's like some of these players, you know, they want to hire a contract. They'll sit out for games and miss all this money and they get the new contract. And it's like, if you had to just play those games and stay in this contract it's the exact same amount of money. So don't lose out on money trying to make money. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, I like Melvin Gordon. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he should be holding out. He is not top 10 in the league. Uh, Chargers wanted to give him $10 million a year. I don't know who's in his head. Take making, it, boy. Take who's it. in his head making him think he's a $13 million quarterback, $14 million. You know, whoever's hyping him up like that, uh, como dicen, con amigos así, para que tener enemigos. <laughs> All right, partner. Next question. Who is more in trouble this season? Or rather, whose season's over more? The Saints, the Steelers, or both? So th- this is one so this is kind of an interesting question to me, and I think you can see it from different perspectives. First, let's just touch on the Steelers. You know, the Steelers are obviously done. I said it earlier, I think Mike Tomlin might have his first, you know, most likely gonna have his first losing season in Pittsburgh. Also, at the same time, they weren't looking great with Big Ben. They honestly weren't looking through those first two games, Big Ben. Maybe this, you know, uh, the backup quarterback comes in and maybe he is a player. Maybe he really is a quarterback and he really develops the season and you have your future in Could Pittsburgh. Could be the future, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't see Ben, you know, a lot of people are skeptical. He hasn't announced retirement, but a lot of people are thinking, what if he just comes out and announces retirement? Yeah, and I believe last year he he, he thought about retiring. <laughs> he, did. he did. So, you know, I didn't think the Steelers were going to make the playoffs this year. So, you know, I know it's bad for them that the, that Ben is out, but it, it could be a blessing in disguise because you could see if this guy that you have as your backup right now is the guy for your franchise. If not, then you know you got to draft somebody else. But, you know, it's a good thing. I think the Steelers, you know, weren't going to make the playoffs before, even with Ben. I don't think they're going to make it now. So, yeah, you know, their season's over, but I think it was over even with Big Ben. Yeah, and I think the Saints can win a few games. Um, you know, I, I believe Drew Brees is set to miss four to six weeks. I, I do see them losing a lot of games, but I think they can manage two to three wins. Yeah, so uh, Brees, you know, supposed to be out for, for six games. That's, you know, and then after that, they have their bye. So, you know, their schedule actually isn't too tough these next six games. It's not a horrible schedule where it's like all these guys are going 0-6 or 1-5. I honestly, the Saints, you know, with Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I think they're still Teddy Bridgewater plays similar to Drew Brees. Of course, he's not Drew Brees, but he does have a similar game style to where the Saints don't have to make a whole new offense for him. So I definitely see the after these next six games, I think the Saints are going to come out probably three and three. You know, so I think when Drew Brees comes back, they're probably going to be like a four and four team. Uh, he'll have eight games. I think that the Saints will still make the playoffs because I think their division is pretty bad. Uh, and I think they're going to be able to clinch it on top of Falcons. But I definitely don't see the Saints advancing far in the playoffs. They're going to have to go on the road. Um, I definitely see them maybe being like a first-round exit. In conclusion, I think the Steelers' season is over. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is the highest paid backup quarterback in the league. It's time to prove it. I like Teddy. I just don't think he's going to I just don't think he's going to hold that hold it afloat. I, I don't see the Saints going to the playoffs without Brees. Well, in these next 6 weeks. All right. Last uh I guess it's more of a prediction than a question, but so what me and uh, Rigo here decided to do is give y'all our uh our top 3 early MVP candidates for, for the 2019 season. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? All right. So, um, you know, first I'm going to say uh, my first MVP. Can- we have two that are the same. We're only different on one. 
Uh, first candidate is Tom Brady. Uh, you know, I know he's 42 and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know about now. But he's only had an offense, I think, this explosive once. And they dang near broke every record. Uh, I know he's older and he, you know, he doesn't have the same arm he used to. But just with this offense, because they're really just, you know, it's like you said, uh, defense playing them to stop them. It's very going to be very hard to run up. Stop them. Uh, I think, honestly, Tom Brady's going to have a great season. Uh, I think they're going to have a lot of games where they run it up on the teams. So I think when all is said and done at the end of the year, I think he's going to be looking at, you know, putting together an MVP season. Do you think Brady will throw for 50 touchdowns this season? I don't think I don't think 50. Uh, I do think, though, he's going to be in that about 35 to 40 range. And a lot of people, they're just automatically going to think Patrick Mahomes is going to throw more, so he's going to be MVP again. I know he started off hot, but let's be honest. It's hard to stay that hot for 16 games. You know, that's why it's not usually done. You know, I know, obviously, you know, a lot of people think like, oh, he's not going to, he's going to have a sophomore slump. You know, this sexy. I don't think he's going to exactly have that, but you can't just expect them to have an all-star season like that. Those are, you know, generation seasons. You know, you have those once every long, long while. The only other quarterbacks to throw 50 touchdowns, Peyton Manning one season, uh, Tom Brady one season. So I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come a little bit off of that. And I think Tom Brady is going to be right in that range of 35 to 40 touchdowns. And let's be honest, you know, Tom Brady does not, you know, I don't think he's going to throw a lot of picks. I think this is going to be an explosive offense. I think he's going to be in that MVP candidacy. Uh, my other pick is going to be, uh, you know, this might surprise a lot of people because they're like, oh, you're, you know, you're just thinking the hype that he has right now. I'm going to pick Dak Prescott. You know, I know a lot of people think like Dak can't throw. Dak's not a franchise quarterback. You know, I know a lot of people think he's been playing easy games, but let's be honest, whether they're easy or, or you know, bad games, we want to say that, oh, they're easy games. We see plenty of teams go up against easy games and struggle. We see plenty of teams where we just expect them to blow out, and they don't. They struggle. Their quarterback doesn't look great. Dak Prescott's looking great. He's putting together an MVP season. Um, you know, they're another team where their offense and defense is just great. Their offense, the same thing. You, you know, you stop the pass, they're going to run. You know, Dak Prescott can also run. Uh, I think when it, when it comes down and all the numbers are said and done at the end of the season, I think he's going to continue. I think he's going to continue to even get better. And I think at the end of the season, he's going to be looking at an MVP season type season. Uh, my last pick is Russell Wilson. Like I said before, I'm actually a big Russell Wilson fan a lot more than other people. I feel like he never gets the credit he deserves as a top quarterback. Whenever we say, like, oh, who's your top five quarterbacks in the league? I feel like Russell Wilson, his name is always left out of a lot of people's list because they don't even think about him. They always automatically go to the big names, you know. But Russell Wilson has just been a consistent force in this league. Um, he, You know, last year he finished with 35 uh, touchdowns. I think he did that also, like, the year previous to that. I think he's going to continue it this year. I see the Seahawks playing good. Got a receive, good receiving core. You know, they got a good team. I think, you know, Russell Wilson's going to be in that conversation also. Russell makes something out of nothing, Wilson. Yeah, he's 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 fun to watch, man. Uh, I fucking hate when we play him, but, you know, he, he's a wonderful player to watch. I'm going to give you guys my picks in order as far as who I think has the highest chances and who has, I guess, the lowest or whatever. So first, uh, being at the bottom, Dak Prescott, uh, he's playing phenomenal right now. That new offensive coordinator, former backup for the Dallas Cowboys, is calling the plays. He's he's really helping Dak develop into a pocket passer. Uh, Dak, again, like I said, he's playing phenomenal. He's making a name for himself. You know, he he's letting the league know, like I'm here. I can pass the ball. Watch what I can do. And uh, what about that stiff arm he did on Josh Norman this past Sunday? That was great to watch. <laughs> Josh Norman is notorious for running his mouth, so that was kind of sweet. Uh, second, Grandpa Brady. <laughs> Grandpa Brady. That offense is just explosive, like you said. Uh, the the only time they had an offense like this was back in 07 when they had Randy Moss, when they went undefeated and lost in the Super Bowl. Uh, I definitely think Tom Brady is, is going to make a case for MVP, but... I'm predicting that Patrick Mahomes 
wins MVP back-to-back this year. Uh, he's already off to a hot start. You know what? I think he's going to go he's going to throw for another 50 touchdowns this year, uh possibly 5000 yards. You really think that? I I truly do think that. The numbers are there. He's he's balling out, man. Patrick Mahomes is balling out. He is the truth and he's proven it. Sunday after I Sunday. I don't know about 50 touchdowns. I don't know about all of that. I, that's a hard thing to do with 50 touchdowns. I think he's going to light up Baltimore this Sunday. I think he is. He's going to throw for 500 yards on Baltimore. I, You know, uh, lastly, I just want to say a sleeper that I think both of me and you had. Uh, you know, a sleeper in the MVP cast, Lamar Jackson. Ooh, yes. You know, just want to throw in a little sleeper. Uh, you know, I know I, th- that's why it's called a sleeper. It's not somebody you expect. It's just somebody that could come and out and do it. Uh, but let's be honest, this offense is running. Lamar Jackson can throw. You know, I think, honestly, you know, a lot of quarterbacks are dual-threat quarterbacks. You know, they can throw and they can run. But let's be honest, when it comes to running, I don't think any other quarterback can run like Lamar Jackson. No, I, I, I got to agree with you. He <laughs> he has that Mike Vick-type style. Uh, and, and what a story it would be, huh, if Lamar Jackson won MVP. Yeah, and then, um, you know, the throwing, it's going to keep get, getting better, like, I think this guy is progressing, like, rapidly. His game is just progressing, progressing. I think Ravens, you know, they're doing a great job with him. You know, I definitely think he could be a sleeper. You know, if the Ravens keep doing good, uh, definitely think this team could be a sleeper. I mean, definitely think Lamar Jackson could be a sleeper for the MVP. I, I have to agree with you there, partner. Um, well, this this brings it to an end, unfortunately. This wraps up Episode 3. Looking forward to Episode 4 next uh next week uh any last words partner uh you know just for all the folks out there listening to us want to say send a shout out and a thanks you know for for the support you know we're just you know two guys talking about football trying to have some fun here so definitely much love for the support you know the listeners out there i hope you guys enjoy this episode we'll be back with you next week on dual threat radio this is jnr checking out see you Let's.